This is Mike Bassett, and welcome to another edition of our Light Roast series. One of the many habits I gained and lost over the course of 2020, taking long walks and listening to the news or podcasts, might be the one that I try to keep. This might sound like a pretty depressing routine to some people, and I get it. The headlines this year haven't always been the thing inspirational posters are made of. But listening to KERA, my local public radio station, has not only made me feel more informed about our community, the community that I love, it's also highlighted some of the easier, more enjoyable moments of this past year. Small stories that I think make a big difference. And here's one that comes to mind. As Bella and I were on our morning walk about a week ago, I heard a story about holiday decorations. It turns out that during this bizarre time we're going through, the sale of indoor and outdoor decorations have gone through the roof. Pun absolutely intended. In the short three-minute story, the reporter interviewed a lot of average homeowners and tenants, and the overarching theme I came away with was this. Everyone knew and agreed that things pretty much suck right now. But because of this, they have tried their best to find a way to bring joy to their families, their neighbors, and themselves. They crave, and quite frankly I think we all deserve, a visual reminder that even in the midst of uncertainty, there can be a celebration of the familiar, no matter how different or corny or cheesy. The older I get, the more I realize it's pretty important to look at things from a big picture perspective. So when I sat down to try and wrestle with what this time of year means to me and what lessons I might be able to share, I was struck by how fluid the entire holiday experience can be over the short course of our lives. Christmas morning is the easiest example. When I was a kid, Christmas morning meant something so incredibly different than it does now. When we're young, I think it's fair to say a lot of us remember Christmases as events revolving around the gift. The one I can't forget was the year I was nine and my parents bought me a candy apple red banana seat bike, the fenders of which I promptly removed so I could take it off of sweet jumps, as Napoleon Dynamite said. Then I got older and as a parent, I wanted nothing more than to share that kind of experience and those types of celebrations with my wife and our two sons. I did not know, however, that this would result in me begging a client I had at the time to let me buy a Nintendo 64 from their distribution center. But being able to surprise my sons that morning was a feeling I wouldn't trade for the world especially since, as my youngest son reminds me, I let it slip at Sunday breakfast weeks before Christmas that they called them Nintendo 64s because they had only made 64 of the damn things. Side note, kids listen when you're talking. And now, as 2020 comes to a close and I enter what will be the 60th year of my life, I know I will remember the most precious and fragile gift I've been given. My family. My oldest son and his wife drove in last week. They're lucky enough to have jobs that keep them out of harm's way. But even then, they had to, and paid to, get tested and quarantined before and after they arrived in our home. 
Our youngest son lives only a mile from our house and has worked from home long before this nightmare started. But even when he brings his dog over, he wears a mask. So that they both take this pandemic seriously and that they can adjust their schedules and their lives so that my wife and I can safely hug them on Christmas morning. Let's just say you can't buy that feeling on Amazon, and they certainly don't keep it in stock at Walmart. But that's my holiday. And if I'm being honest with myself, it's an incredibly damned privileged one. My home will be heated on December the 25th. The coffee will be fresh. The laughter will be real. The refrigerator will be stuffed with food. But here's the thing. I've got this itch I can't seem to scratch. Frankly, folks, I feel sort of like Grinch. When I sat down with my producer to plan out this episode, I wanted to know if we could replace our usual theme music with one of my all-time favorite holiday tunes, the song Linus and Lucy played on the Charlie Brown Christmas special. You know it, even if you think you don't. It's the one that goes dun da dun da da dun dun da da dun da da. But it turns out there's no quicker way to get your podcast yanked than to sample copywritten content. It was frustrating, but I'd kind of suspected it might be the case, and I just tried to let it go. That was until I came across a story that some of you may have seen. It turns out that Apple had bought the rights to the beloved Charlie Brown holiday specials, including A Charlie Brown Christmas. And it would only be available through their paid streaming service, and it wouldn't air on CBS as it had for decades. The public backlash was swift and effective, and Apple ended up offering the special for free and even teaming up with PBS to air it. But damn it, it still got under my skin. Something so pure, so fundamental to my idea of the holidays was being exploited. And here I was wanting to spread some actual cheer, and whether I want to admit it or not, there's a part of me that's getting emotionally hammered by a bunch of people who can't read the freaking room. And for that brief second, I couldn't think about any of the blessings I truly had and was, for all intents and purposes, a Grinch because I couldn't use the fun song in my podcast. Well, if you can't laugh at yourself, who can you laugh at? This year, my son is cooking turkey for the entire family. He had to make room for it at his house because my wife and I are out of room in our freezer. And yet, and yet only miles from my house, the North Texas Food Bank has lines that are stretching for miles. This year, my next-door neighbor paid to have our shared front yard decorated for the holidays. When I come home from my evening walks, the front of my house looks festive, and I'm not footing the electric bill. And yet, a lot of people can't afford these excesses this year. One of the things from the report that I mentioned earlier was that LED lights were selling more, not because people don't like the old-school, giant-ass 1970s light bulbs anymore, but because LED lights cost less to run. This year, I will feel safe and healthy, two things I don't usually associate with Christmas, if I'm being honest, because my job and my lifestyle allow me to work from home and have most things delivered. 
If you haven't picked up on the back and forth yet, well, I feel like a jerk for even feeling like Grinch. I am torn between how much I know there is to celebrate and how little at times I feel like celebrating. But if there's anything I've learned through my years of therapy, it's that it's okay to sit in that uncomfortable in-between, in that tension. It's really okay to be comfortable being uncomfortable. Trying to fight it can very quickly lead to a shame spiral. Trust me, I have the scars. So whether you're celebrating a religious holiday or simply connecting with friends and family, this time of year is known to most of us as a season of giving. Let me be clear up front. There is nothing wrong with wishing for or being excited by a thing. From what I've read, the PlayStation 5 is the gift this year, and it makes me smile just imagining other parents and kids are going to get to have an experience like I did all those years ago with my sons. But I think it might do us all a little good to pause for a moment and reflect on the gifts we can't wrap. And not in a way that is self-flagellating, but in a way that may open up a little part of ourselves to realize that there have been gifts we've been able to give one another all along that maybe we didn't see. Smiles that aren't covered by masks. Hugs that don't seem risky. Or simply being around one another. It's weird to appreciate a gift because of its absence, but this year has been, without a doubt, very weird. But I hope that no matter who is or isn't sitting around your kitchen table this holiday, you can have a moment, no matter how brief, that shows you the gifts you never saw coming. Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Be easy, everybody. Legal Grounds was written, recorded, and produced by Dust Devil Press. To learn more about today's guest, and for links to the topics and materials discussed, please check out our show notes. For more information on Mike Bassett, visit thebassettfirm.com. Questions, topic ideas, and guest suggestions can be emailed to legalgrounds at thebassettfirm.com.